a very familiar passage of Scripture, Proverbs chapter 31. We're going to begin there in verse 10. Uh, Proverbs 31, begin there in verse 10. And I want to share just a few things with you uh, that we can see here on Mother's Day, of course, as we are so thankful uh, for our mothers today. And we are praying that God just continues to bless them, gives them everything that they need. And uh, I'm so th- uh, thankful for the, uh, the wife that I have and the mother that she is to our children. And I, I can see definitely Proverbs 31 and verses 10 and following in her life. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, I actually have it written in my Bible here. Uh, it says under Proverbs 31 that I'm thankful that these are the qualities I find in my wife. I am blessed beyond measure. Together at 14, married at 19, and then eternity in heaven. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, And so uh, I'm very thankful for what the Bible shows us about a good quality wife and a good quality mother. Uh, And that is exactly what um, the Lord gave me. And so I entitled this message, The Woman I Admire. The Woman I Admire. Now I'm sure all of you this morning... Uh, There are some folks in your life that you uh, greatly admire in your life. Uh, Perhaps it was your mother, that one that was there, that uh, has been there for you and been there with you. And and we see here in Proverbs 31, in verses 10 and following, uh, we see uh, a good good, uh, illustration of what uh, this good quality wife, what this good quality mother is all about. Uh, And so I called this the woman that I admire uh, because I tell you what, uh, when you have a lady like this that's in your life, uh, what a blessing she is to you and everybody that she comes in contact with. Uh, And so as we begin there in verse 10, the woman I admire, what does the Bible say about a good quality woman, a good quality wife? What does the Bible say about about this individual? The Bible says there in verse 10, who can find a virtuous woman? Virtuous meaning having the idea of a lady that is morally excellent, a wife, a mother who lives a life above reproach, one who is striving to please God, a woman, a wife, a mother who is striving to live a righteous life, to live a holy life, to live a pure life, someone who is a virtuous woman. Many things that fall up underneath that. And so if you find... Uh, or have a person like this in your life, you have a mother, a wife, or whoever like this in your life, uh, you are definitely blessed this morning. Notice the Bible says there in verse 10, who can find a virtuous woman, speaking of uh, the rarity of such an individual. Now listen, if you have a mother in your life, or you have a wife beside of you this morning, or uh, have had uh, a wife like this in your life, perhaps maybe she's in heaven this morning, Uh, then you definitely know, just as well as I do, how much of a blessing she is and has been to you in your life. And so there in verse 10, the Bible says, Who can find a virtuous woman? Uh, Showing that a person who exhibits the qualities that we're going to continue to read uh, is uh, is a person that uh, can definitely bring uh, 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 some fulfillment that we need in our life. Understanding, knowing that God is the only one that can bring total fulfillment in our life. The only one that can bring that, uh, that total satisfaction to any person's life. Uh, but we see here a great example of a wife, a great example of a mother, of a woman, who is, uh, who is everything that, uh, that uh, perhaps a man is looking for in his life. 
And so if you have someone like this, the Bible says, listen, that's a, uh, that's a very rare find, uh, finding someone like this. And so the Bible says, who can find a virtuous woman? There with a question mark, uh, showing that uh, this is a search. You know, that uh, there are lots of, lots of men out there who are looking for uh, or have been looking for this type of woman in their life. And when you find something like that or you find a person like that, man, what a blessing that they are. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. And so we see there in verse 10, not only the virtuous uh, stance that she has in her life, that she is uh, morally excellent, above living above preoch, has a reproach, has a desire to please God. Listen, if you have a wife or a mother that has a desire to please God, then I tell you what, you're going to be pleased yourself. Because if they put God first, then that means that they're going to, if they put God first and make you second in their life, then that means you're going to live a more happier, blessed life because they're willing to please God and be everything to God that they need to be. Listen, if you're willing to be everything that God needs you to be, then you're just by, uh, then you're just, uh, by a biblical uh, point of view, going to be everything to your spouse or to your kids that you need to be as well. And so by putting God first, you make everything else better. Uh, And so there in verse 10, we see the rarity of this kind of individual. We see see the importance of the kind of mother, the kind of wife that has a desire to live and please God ultimately and fully in her life. And what a blessing that is, Uh, not just to us as as kids and not just uh, to us as a husband, uh, but to people in general to society uh, all over. And so the Bible says in verse 10, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. Not only is she uh, virtuous and morally excellent, excellent and has a desire to please God of a woman of great character, but we also see the Bible places a lot of value. He says for her price is far above rubies. There is no price that you can put on a, uh, on a wife or a mother, a woman uh, who has a desire to live like this. The Bible says you can't put a price on it. There, there's not enough rubies to put a price on a, on a, uh, on a mother uh, or a wife, uh, a lady who has the desire to live holy and fully for God. And, and, and the Bible says there's no amount of money that you can put on that. She is a very valuable person. Now, you know, sometimes in life, uh, whether it's because we were told or whether it's just how we feel, sometimes we don't feel very valuable. But understand, you are a very valuable person. You may not feel valuable to yourself, but you're valuable to a lot of other people, and you're valuable to God. Amen. You're valuable to the Lord. There is not a price that can be put on you. And though we go through life, and sometimes we feel uh, unappreciated, and we get discouraged, and different kinds of things, but just know that you are valuable this morning that there's not a price that can be placed upon you. That the Lord, when He looks down from heaven and He sees you as He sees you as a valuable individual today. And so there in verse verse 10, the Bible says that her price is far above rubies. And so we see uh, our mothers here this morning uh, and ladies that have a desire to live God and please God first and foremost in their life, that they are uh, valuable in our homes, they are valuable in our lives, they are valuable in society in general. There in verse 11, we kind of break this down and we, come, and we kind of come down to the, the home life. And there in verse 11, he says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. 
Well, what do we see there in verse 11 is the idea that uh, the husband who has a wife who he can trust in, how blessed he is. And the children that have a mother that they can trust in, how blessed they are. I tell you what, I'm so glad, I'm so thankful that God gave me a wife that I can trust in that I can depend on, that she is the mother to my children who can put their faith and put their trust in, uh, uh, in their mother. Of course, to a certain degree, not above God. But they can trust in their mother and they can depend on their mother to be there for them and to help them and, and, and to do whatever it is that needs to be done. They have that in her. And I tell you what, I'm sure that you are thankful this morning, you children or or. Uh, you uh, this morning that, that your mom is here and you're able to celebrate with her and see her face to face how appreciative you are of her today that she is this kind of woman in your life uh, that you can't put a price on her that she is extremely valuable because she has a, a desire to serve and live and please God and that you can uh, depend and trust in her the Bible says the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. See, what does this wife do? What does this lady do? What does this mother do? She, her, her, she seeks and desires to, to, to please God. And as she seeks and desires to please God, she becomes the woman the, that, that she needs to be because she's wanting to make sure that she does everything that God wants her to do in her life. And so there we see that the husband, as he uh, admires his wife, and as the children admire their mother, what do we see? The Bible says that he safely trusts in her. There is no doubt whatsoever. He knows that he can completely and fully trust in, uh, uh, in his wife to be there, to depend on. There in verse 12, the Bible says that she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. I tell you what, how grateful and thankful we are uh, to have wives and mothers here today, to have ladies that are in our life uh, that, that uh, strive to be a help to us. I tell you what, uh, we have a church full of ladies here this morning that have a desire to please God. They have a, a, a desire to be there for their families. They have, a, they have a desire in their heart and their life for their, for their husband and their children to know that they can trust in them and that they can believe in them and they can depend on them. And listen, if you have a person like that in your life, you are, uh, you are, you are blessed this morning. The Bible says uh, in, uh, there in verse 12, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. What does she have a desire to do? What does this wife, what does this mother have a desire to do? She has a desire to make sure that she is a help. She has a desire to make sure that she is there, that she is present, that she has a desire to make sure that her family is taken care of. She has a desire to do good. The Bible says there in verse 12 that she will do him good. Talking about her husband. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She has a desire uh, to please God. And as she's pleasing God, she will ultimately please, uh, be pleasing to her husband. And there in verse 12, she has a desire to do good uh, to him and not evil. She has a desire to be that help. She has a desire to be that person at his right side. There in verse 13, the Bible says that she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. 
Uh, I'm sure all of you here this morning can probably maybe perhaps think about your own mother uh, uh, that you can uh, think about how hard that she's probably worked in her life, the things that she's done. And I'm not just necessarily talking about a job that they went to at 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning and came home. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about all the in-betweens. And I, I'm not just, just talking about those that had careers. I'm talking about those that stayed home too because I tell you what, staying home is a big deal. Being a full-time mother is exactly that, a full-time mother. It's a full-time mother. Hey, listen, there ain't no part-time moms anyway, right? Hey, it's full-time full altogether. Uh, and so, but these moms that stay home don't necessarily go off to the workplace, but their workplace has always surrounded them. Can you imagine? Hey, I tell you what, we get to go to work and leave. Mom gets to stay home and always be around the workplace. That's exactly right. Just kind of think about that a little bit. You know, we, we uh, go off to work in the morning, we come back and we leave work behind, where, whereas the moms that do stay home, I tell you what, they're surrounded, by, they're surrounded by the work at the house day in and day out. Some of them, they go to work and then come home and work. Amen? I mean, that's what happens. Uh, and I tell you what, how thankful we are to have ladies like this in our life, to have mothers like this in our life. The Bible says in verse 13, She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. And so we see this mom, she is a worker. This wife is a worker. This lady is a worker. And, and, and she is, a, it's like a, a nonstop thing. But notice the Bible says in verse 13, she does it willingly. She does it willingly. You know, nobody has to force her to do what she does. She does it because she loves her family. She does it because she loves her husband. She does it because she loves her kids. She, uh, nobody has to make her do it. She does it because she willingly has a desire to be a help. She, has, she willingly has a desire to see her family succeed. She willingly has a desire uh, to be a part of everything that's taken place. Uh, she wants to and is desirous to help. She's not forced into it. She's not uh, made to do anything. But the Bible says that she willingly with her hands. Willingly with her hands. And listen, that's how you get the job done, right? You work with your hands. You're avidly looking. The Bible says there in verse 13 that she seeketh wool and flax. I mean, she is going about looking and seeking what needs to be done. I don't know about you, but I, my wife, you know what she does? Uh, she goes around the house. She looks for stuff. You know how you know this? You know how you know a woman does this? Because men, up in, men end up with a honey-do list. Because, see, men aren't looking for anything to do. The women are. They always are. They're always looking. The Bible says there in verse 13, uh, she seeketh wool and flax. Listen, she's not seeking the wool for her. She's trying to find you something to do. Exactly right. This is where the honey-do list come from. Here in verse, uh, here in verse uh, 13, she seeketh wool and flax. She is constantly observing, constantly looking. How many of you know that your wife or the mother of your kids, uh, she notices things that you don't notice? She can see things sometimes that you don't see. Yes, they're constantly looking, very observant, always watching, always looking, always can see something that needs to be done. And so the Bible says that she does it, she works, she does all these things and she does it willingly because she loves her family. She loves her husband, she loves her wife, she loves her family. She wants to see the family succeed. She wants to see the family be victorious. She wants to see the family healthy. And so she does these things willingly. Now I didn't say she didn't get weary in the willing because she will. And man, that's where we come in to help her when she is weary in the willing. Amen. 
Listen, we all get weary and we get tired and we, and we get wore out. And, and so as children, listen, look to your moms. Notice when she's getting tired. Notice when she's wore out. Uh, decide to take that step of action. You know, uh, Notice what's going on. See what needs to be done. Take that initiative and take a step forward, uh, husbands and, and children alike. And just uh, and just see what needs to take place because mom gets tired and mom gets weary and she needs some help. And the Bible says that she does it willingly. And so, listen, we need to be willing to help her willingly. Amen. The Bible says she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. There in verse 14, the Bible says she is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. Uh, you know how mom, she'll go to great lengths. To make sure things get done. She'll go to great lengths to make sure that things happen. Always going above and beyond the call of duty. And there in verse 14 we see that this is the kind of person that she is. She's like the merchant ships which bringeth her food from afar. Listen, your mom, she goes to great lengths to make sure that you have. She goes to great lengths to make sure that things get done. And, and, and she's like the merchant ship. She's offering something. Listen. Mom has something to offer this morning. Mom has something to bring to the table this morning. Your wife has something to offer. Your wife has something to bring to the table today. The Bible says she's like the merchant ships. And what do the merchant ships do? They bring in the goods. Uh, they're constantly doing, they're, they're going from afar, they're, the short distance and the long distance, doing everything they can to provide. And that's what she does. She's like this merchant ship. She brings bringeth her food from afar. Uh, she is able to help to provide uh, what the family needs and will go to great lengths to make sure that that takes place. I don't know about you, but, uh, but I'm very thankful uh, that I have a wife this morning who is the mother of my kids uh, that, I, that I see by observation that goes to great lengths to make things happen. And I dare say that you can probably look all across this church this morning and your mom does the same thing, uh, your wife does the same thing, goes to great lengths to make things happen and does things that you don't even know about. But make sure that things get taken care of. Uh, listen, your moms this morning, our, our wives have a lot to bring to the table today. And we need to make sure we honor that and we respect that and that we notice that. And there in verse 15, the Bible says, She rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household. There in verse, the first part of verse 15, we see that she's not a lazy person. The Bible says she rises also while it is yet night. It's almost like, it's almost like her job is never done. You ever, you ever, any moms here ever felt like that before? I feel like my job is never done. Yes, you know why? Because you're constantly surrounded by your work. You're living amongst your, you're living amongst your work. And uh, those of you that uh, work at home and have a career, you're, living at work at home and you're living at work at work and, uh, and so you're constantly surrounded by that and the Bible says that, uh, that she rises also while it is yet night not a lazy person by no means because there's always something to do and she's always looking she's always uh, seeing what needs to be done a woman of opportunity uh, uh, and so there the Bible says she rises up while it is yet night why does she do that? because she wants to help make things happen. She wants to help make sure that things are taken care of. And she wants to make sure uh, that her family's needs are met. The Bible says she rises while it is, a great, while it is yet night uh, and giveth meat to her household. See how much she's a giving person. I tell you what, moms just give and give and give and give. And give. Wives, they just they give and give. We need to make sure that we take notice of how given that they are. 
giving of themselves, giving of their time, giving of, uh, giving of their finances, giving of everything, uh, giving uh, of their love and, and, and giving of their advice and that we just take notice and see that, uh, that, that our wives and our moms, that these, that these ladies that the Bible is describing about right here whose price is far beyond rubies, that they have so much to offer, that they have so much to give, that they're not lazy by no means and they have a giving spirit. And the Bible says in verse 15 that they give meat to her household and a portion to her maiden. So not only does she not only does she find joy in providing for those of her immediate home, but we see that the charity that she has in her life, that she does what she can to not just provide for herself and, and for her kids and for her husband, but she goes about seeking whom she can provide for everyone else. We see the charity that she has in her heart. The giving, the giving spirit that she has, and the, the giving spirit that she possesses. The Bible says in verse 10 that this kind of person, this kind of lady, this kind of wife, this kind of woman, and the Bible says that her price is far beyond rubies. You can't compare to it. There's nothing, uh, there, there's, there's not much uh, more beautiful than that. And the Bible says in verse 10, she giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens, those that are on the outside, those that are not necessarily in uh, her family, but those that are around her, friends and acquaintances, how she's constantly making, trying to make sure that everybody has. Uh, I'm very thankful uh, for that this morning. The Bible says, verse 16, uh, the Bible says that she considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. And so what do we see? The Bible in verse 16 shows us that she plans ahead. She considers a field and buys it. What, is that? what do we see about this woman? What, uh, we see that not only is there an entrepreneurship about her, but we see that she considers a field. She's setting a goal. She is, uh, she is visualizing how she can best benefit her family. She's visualizing what it is that she can do. There in verse 16, she considers a field. She plans it out. She thinks about it. How can I best benefit my family? How can I best benefit my husband and my children? Not thinking of herself, but thinking of everyone else. And the Bible says she considers a field, she buys it. Watch this. She buys it, and with the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. Well, how does she get fruit of her hands? Because she worked. Man, she worked. She worked, and so she's got the fruit in her hands, and with the fruit in her hands, what does she do? She takes what she has the Bible says she plants a vineyard. She takes the fruit that she's already got and she replants it and sows it again so that it can do what? Bring forth more fruit. So that it'll bring more, so that it'll add more. And so we see that she is, uh, she see, we see that she is very entrepreneurship. She has this, uh, the idea that she, she has this plan. How can I best benefit my family? And so she goes out there and she, and she works and she provides and then what else does she do? The Bible says she takes what she has received and she replants it and she re-sows it again for the purpose of doing what? Planting a vineyard. She buys a field and what does she do with the field? She makes it a vineyard. Mom makes things happen. Mom makes things productive. Mom really gets things together. And the Bible says there in Verse 16, she turns this field into a vineyard by what? By labor and by work. Why? For her own self-glory? Oh, no. 
She does it to benefit her family. She does it to please God. Uh, she does it because she, she loves and she does it because she uh, has a, a giving spirit. The Bible says in verse 17 that she girds her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. So what do we see about this mom in verse 17? We see that she is strong. We see that she is prepared. We see that she is ready. She girds her loins, which is uh, the, your waist here. She girds her loins with strength. And strengthens her arms. She girds her loins with strength. She positions herself with everything that she needs to get the job done. She is prepared. And she is ready. The Bible also says there in verse 17, not only does she, does she gird her loins with strength, but the Bible says, and strengtheneth her arms. Her arms are busy. Her arms are active. Her arms are always moving. They're always working. We're always seeing what needs to be done. And the Bible says there in verse 17, we see that she provides strength to the family. We see that she provides preparation to the family. We see that she provides readiness to the family. And that's exactly what we need. The Bible says in verse 10, you find a woman like that, I tell you what, you can't put a price on that. If you have a woman like that that's a, uh, that, is a, 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 that is your mother, or if you have a woman like that that's a, that's a mother to your kids, and she's like this, you can't put a price on that. What a blessing. What a blessing this morning. If you have a mom like that, she needs to be honored and she needs to know how much you care. There in verse 18, the Bible says, She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She perceives that her merchandise is good. You know, what she makes, she strives to make sure that it is beneficial and profitable. You know that uh, your wife, your mother this morning, she wants to make sure that everything she offers you is going to be a help to you, going to be a benefit to you, going to be, uh, going to, uh, going to uh, provide for you perhaps maybe in some way in your life. The Bible says that this woman right here, she perceives that her merchandise is good and her candle goes not out by night. You know why? She's diligent. She's constantly looking, constantly working, constantly doing something. She, she is, her candle goes not out by night. Uh, she is uh, very diligent in what she is doing, constantly looking to make sure that the job is getting done and that things are happening. I tell you what, what a blessing this kind of person is. The Bible says there in... Verse 18, she perceives that her merchandise is good. She has something to offer and she wants to be beneficial to her family, wants to be beneficial to her husband and her kids and she's constantly working to make sure that that happens. Her candle goes not out by night. She's very diligent in her life. Verse 19, she lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. Talking uh, back then about how this, uh, how they would uh, uh, weave yarn and make yarn and these kinds of things and the different utensils that they had and 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 and, and, it, and you needed both hands to make the job done. You needed both hands. You needed both arms to do what needed to be done. And the Bible shows us right here, here in this text. The Bible says there that that she lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. No, it didn't say just hand. It says hands. That's plural. That means that she is using, actively using both of her hands. She's not leaving one behind. She's not uh, actively busy with one while the other one is lazy. No, she is using both of her hands to get the job done. 
She's not standing there with one hand in her pocket. The Bible says that uh, she layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She is skillful and talented and gives a 100% effort. She puts both hands on it, not just one, giving only half an effort, but she is skillful in what she does. Your mama has skills. Your mama, uh, your mother is, is talented and she has skills in the things that she does. Now, we all have different ones. But your mama's talented and she does have skills. Even if you don't think you do, you do. Everybody in here can do something. Amen. All of us can. Everybody in here has a talent to do something or a skill to do something in some field. And the Bible says here in verse, uh, there in verse uh, 20 that she stretches out her, uh, I'm sorry, verse 19, that she layeth her hands to the spindle. She puts a 100% effort in what she's doing. She is a skillful person. She is talented. There in verse 20, the Bible says, She stretches out, she stretches out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. And so we see that this woman's full of compassion. We've already seen how much charity that she has there in verse 15. Not only does she seek to take care of those in her immediate household, but she looks to give a portion to her maidens. But then she even goes even beyond even that. And the Bible says there in verse uh, there in verse uh, 20, that she stretches out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. She just has a loving heart. She has a loving heart, a compassionate heart, always looking to see who she can help, always looking to see who may need it, always willing to give to others. The Bible says there in verse 21, she is not afraid of the snow. For her household, for all of her household are clothed with scarlet. You say, why isn't this lady here, why isn't this mom, why isn't this wife afraid of the snow? Because she's confident that everybody has what they need. You know why she's confident? Because her candle doesn't go out by night. She's always busy, always active, always doing everything. You know what, that she's, that's part of being prepared. That's part of being ready. And what we see here is when the cold times come, and they will. And when the needy times come, and they will. When those times come up, what, does, what, what, what happens is that she finds strength. Uh, she, finds, uh, she finds strength. She finds confidence in knowing that when these times come up that she's prepared. Because listen, you never know what's coming around the next corner. None of us know what's going to happen. And so she has, she has prepared her family and she's done everything that she feels like that she needs to do. And she is confident that when these moments come up in her life, that the best is her ability, that she's done what she can do to help take care of her family and that her family has what they need to have. Because that's what moms do. They want to make sure that their kids have what they need. The Bible says there in verse... 21, that she's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed with scarlet. Listen, the, 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 clothed, the scarlet, the color is not the importance. Uh, the, the whole idea is that when the snow comes, that they have all the layers that they need. Does that make sense? That they have everything that they need. The color is irrelevant, uh, really. Uh, what it is, that they have everything that they need. And so we see uh, there in uh, there in verse 22, the Bible says, She maketh herself coverings of uh, tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Talking about how she is a woman who is proper, a woman who is 
respectable, a woman who is uh, seeking to uh, seeking to achieve and be victorious. Verse twenty three: Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes a man uh, looks like we see here. Sometimes a man's greatness is only seen because his wife is a great woman. Yeah. Sometimes a man's greatness is only noticed because his wife is a great woman or because the mother is a great woman. She is a great person. And every time, they, every time his name's mentioned, they say, yeah, but man, I tell you what, his mom, man, she's something else. You ever met her? His wife, she's something else. You ever met her? Man, she's a good woman. She loves the Lord. And so we see that her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivered, uh, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant men. She is knowledgeable and she is busy. Verse 25, the Bible says, Strength and honor are her clothing and, 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 and she shall rejoice in time to come. She is a woman there clothed in strength and honor which summarizes her character that she possesses. She is a woman of strength and she is a woman of honor. If you have a mother like that this morning, man, how blessed you are. If you have a wife like that this morning, how blessed you are. Verse 26, she openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is a law of kindness. Aren't you glad, kids, this morning that you have a mom that you can go to that can give good godly advice? They can give good godly advice that you have a mom that you can go to and when, you, when, when perhaps you have questions or, or you're wondering about something that, that you have a mom that you can go to that if she, even if she doesn't have the right things to say that she can lead you in the right direction. That she can provide you with wisdom and give you knowledge and knows what to say. The Bible says with wisdom and in her tongue the law of kindness. She knows what to say. She knows how to love with words. Verse 27, she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. She looketh well to the ways of her household. Household uh, continues to show us how she is constant. How she is always moving. How she is always searching. How she is seeking the best for her family. Children, I want you to understand this, and, and, and those of us, your mom's, here, your mom's here, listen, our moms are wanting always the best for their kids. They want the best for us, and the Bible says if you find or have a, a godly woman that seeketh to do these things, you have a godly mother or a godly wife that is constantly seeking to provide you wisdom, constantly seeking to, uh, to show you love with words, constantly looking uh, for your family to succeed and be victorious. There in verse 7, looketh well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idleness. She don't just sit around and stand around and wait on things to happen, but she makes things happen. And I can guarantee you this, uh, all you men here this morning, and your husbands and uh, you kids here this morning, uh, we can see there in verse 27, if you have a mom that does these kinds of things, you see, you know, mom makes things happen. She makes things happen. There in verse 28, her children arise up and call her blessed. She is praised and honored and seen as, uh, and seen as 
definitely respectable in her home. The Bible says her husband also, and he praises her. I tell you what, that shows us, man, that we need to make sure that we, that we praise our wives, we honor our wives. And our kids need to see that we praise our wives and honor our wives. Because one of these days, understand that those kids are going to be married too. And if they see, if they see that the husband doesn't honor his wife and praise his wife and values his wife, which is their mother, then they perhaps may not do that with their wife. And so we need to make sure that we're teaching them that mom is valued. We need to make sure that we're teaching them that mom has a lot to offer, that mom has our best interest at heart, that mom is seeking to help and provide and see the family be victorious. And there in verse 29, the Bible says, Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Listen, there's, the Bible shows us, listen, there, there's a good number of folks that are living to try to please God. But you know what? The Bible says, trying to live a virtuous life, many daughters have done virtuously. He says, but thou excellest them all. What does she do? She stands out from everybody else. You ever... You ever seen people that were talented, but then there was just one person that just kind of stuck out from everybody else? I mean, everybody does good. They're all talented. I mean, they're all exceptional. But there's just one that just kind of stands out from everybody. And he says, you know what? That's who my mom is. That's who my wife is. Man, there's lots of good. There, 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 there's, there's many good people. There's many good wives that are, trying, that are living for the Lord. But you know what? She just, she just sticks out from the rest. She's noticed. She's seen. And she needs to feel that way. Verse 30. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. I tell you what. Uh, having, having a wife, having a mama that fears God, is willing to please God, that is value far beyond rubies. Having a mom that's willing to please God, having a mom that loves God, having a mom that fears God, is a mom that's going to put God first. Verse 31, as we finish off, the Bible says, Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. What do we see about verse 31? We see that this woman is humble. She doesn't exalt herself. Her work and fruit is noticed and becomes evident. She doesn't need to exalt herself. She doesn't need to blow her own trumpet because she has a humble spirit. And the fact that she makes things happen and the fact that she gets things done is evident. Everybody can see it. And I think that we see this kind of woman. The Bible says in verse 10, her price is far beyond rubies. And so, as we finish the message this morning, husbands, does your wives know how important she is and children, younger and older, does your mama know how prized and valuable she is to you in your life? I think she should today. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we come to you once again this morning. Lord, so thankful and grateful for who you are. Lord, we're so thankful for our moms that are here with us today. Lord, many of us perhaps may have moms that are already in heaven. And we remember them 
this morning by how they were, how they perhaps served you with their life. And what a great benefit that was to us in our life today. And Lord, we remember these moms this morning as well. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us all today to be ever mindful of the importance of our wives and our mothers and what a great deal that they add to our families. And God, I pray for our moms today. I ask that you would bless them and help them with all of their needs. And Lord, you know what they are. And Lord, as we lay these mothers before your throne, we pray, God, that you would continue to guide them and direct them and help them in all that they need to do. Lord, as they seek to provide and take care of their family. Uh, Lord, we're asking that you would continue to, uh, to bless the work of their hands. Lord, that you would meet their needs. Lord, we're also uh, praying for those perhaps that may be here this morning that don't know who you are as their personal Savior. And what we want to do is, is we want to, as we put you first and above all things, we want to give folks the opportunity to come to know you today. We're so thankful, and God, that you sent your Son, the Lord Jesus, to die for us. To give your Son for our sins. Lord, that he died on that old rugged cross and shed his blood for us so that we could be called your children and have a home in heaven and all of our sins forgiven. If you're here today and you've ever asked, you never asked the Lord Jesus to forgive you of your sins and you've never became a child of God before, I'm not going to call you out this morning. I'm not going to embarrass you in any way. But if you can sit here and say this morning, I've never asked the Lord Jesus to save me. I've never asked the Lord to forgive me. And if I died today, I don't think I'd go to heaven, or I know I wouldn't go to heaven. Would you just slip your hand up so I can see it? Nobody's looking but me. Anybody like that here this morning? All right. Well, that's the piano plays. We'll just stand to our feet with every head bowed and every eye closed. If it's a matter of salvation, I encourage you to come this morning and walk down here and you say, Preacher, I want to know more about salvation. I want to be a child of God. Can you show me from the Bible how I can get saved? I would love to help you out with that this morning. So if you want to get saved this morning, you want to know without a shadow of a doubt that if you died today, that you go to heaven, that you have a home in glory, that all your sins are forgiven, and that your eternity is not anything that you have to worry about any longer, I encourage you to come. Would you come? could be that you're here this morning and you say you know what I'm just thankful for mom what a blessing she is maybe you just want to come to the altar and just pray for her pray that God would help her and give her what she needs maybe you just want to come to the altar this morning and just thank the Lord for her what encouragement perhaps she's been to you how she's been there for you when you've needed her. The advice that perhaps she's given you in your life. Maybe the strength that she's given you when you've needed it the most. How she's always been there to make sure that you had 
how she's constantly made sacrifices for herself, for her family, not for herself. How she constantly has given and given and given. Maybe you'd like to just come forward this morning, just kneel at the altar and just thank God for her today. Pray that God would continue to meet her needs and that as a family, that we would all come together and help meet her needs as best as we can. Maybe you're here this morning and maybe perhaps your mother is already in heaven today. You know, I don't know, I don't know if I have any scripture to prove it or not, but the Bible does say that when somebody gets saved, that there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels of every sinner that comes to repentance. And so it does seem that heaven knows of at least the people that get saved, perhaps, when their names are written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. But also perhaps think that maybe, just maybe, because God knows how much our family means to us, that maybe, perhaps on those days that we say, Mom, I just wanted to say hello. And we pray, maybe in our prayers, and we just say, God, can you tell Mom I said, hey? Can you tell Mom I said, I love her? Can you tell Mom that I miss her and I'm looking forward to seeing her soon? Maybe perhaps God pulls them to the side in heaven and says, Hey, I just wanted you to know that they're doing okay. They wanted me to tell you they love you. Perhaps because God knows how much they mean to us. But I can tell you this. No matter what, one of these days, we're going to get to go to heaven and see Him again. Amen. And we will rejoice forevermore. As we play out this last verse. Say a prayer for Mama today. Say a prayer for your wife today. Say a prayer for that special person in your life. I'm sure they could use it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here this morning. I pray the message uh, was profitable for you and that you was able to uh, grab something out of it and use it in your life today. Uh, Moms, happy Mother's Day to you. I pray you have a blessed day. Enjoy your family. And uh, as I said, we won't have have service tonight. Uh, Go home and spend time with your family. Enjoy each other. Have a good time. We'll see you back on Wednesday. And that'll be at 7 o'clock. And we'll get together in 1 Thessalonians. uh, Finish out chapter 4 as we talk about the rapture of the church. Uh, And then uh, look forward to uh, the next Sunday that's coming. All right. Well, let's be dismissed in prayer. Brother Glenn, good to see you this morning. Would you dismiss us today, please?